You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in. Right now, we are previewing the Jaguars and the Texans Week 17 clash in Houston. Jaguars are favored by four to four and a half in this one, over under of 43 and a half. So Vegas is not looking at a, a high-scoring one this week between the Jags and the Texans, and that makes a good bit of sense considering the last time these two teams got together, they combined for only. 19 points. Now the Jaguars, we all know they have a Week 18 AFC South Championship matchup title game with the Tennessee Titans in Jacksonville a week and a half away from now, a little bit over a week from now. And it looks like that game's probably going to be flexed to prime time, whether that's Saturday night, Sunday night, looking like it might be Sunday night. NFL has not announced that yet, but Looking like that's going to be flexed. Looking like that's going to be one of the games of the week in the NFL. But the Jaguars better not be looking ahead, right? This is a team that uh, that just does not does not have the luxury of looking ahead in this contest because the Jaguars can beat the Texans, lose to the Titans, and still sneak into the playoffs as a wild card team. Uh, there's a fair amount that needs to go the right way for the Jaguars. They need a fair amount of help when you talk about what has to happen around the league for the Jaguars to sneak in as a wild card. But you go into this game, in my opinion, as if it's a must-win game uh, if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars. And that's their plan. That's Doug Peterson's plan, Trevor Lawrence, everybody involved. They're going into this one as if it was any other week, as if it was a game that really meant a lot, because it does potentially mean a lot. Again, the Jaguars can sneak into the playoffs if they do not beat the Titans, but doing that will involve beating the Texans here in Week 17. So the goal should obviously be win both of these games. Beat your division rivals. Leave no doubt. Don't don't leave it up to chance. Don't leave it up to other teams losing or winning whatever needs to happen to get you in. We talked about it yesterday. If you want to go look at the uh, Jaguars full speed ahead, Titans resting on TNF um, video that I put out yesterday, broke down the entire scenario for the Jaguars getting into the playoffs by beating the Texans and losing to the Titans. Again, a lot of stuff has to happen, but it is doable. It is possible. But again, you don't want to leave any doubt. You just want to beat the Texans, beat the Titans, get yourself into the playoffs, continue to be hot. 
if you're able to do that, you would enter the the postseason on a five game winning streak. That's what you want over the next couple weeks. But in order to get there, you got to beat the Texans. And I think that these Jags know not to look past these damn Texans. The whole group got embarrassed by the Texans in Week Five, losing 13 to six in front of their their hometown fans in Jacksonville. It was ugly. And this franchise as a whole. Not all of these guys have been around for a long time, but the Jags have not beaten the the Texans, excuse me, since 2017. Since guys like Dante Fowler, A.J. Boye, Deshaun Gibson, Jalen Ramsey were patrolling on the defensive side of the ball. That's the last time the Jaguars were able to beat the Houston Texans. Nine straight losses to the Texans. For the Texans, I mean, winning games right now probably is not helpful. Uh, But Lovey Smith and crew, they're going to go out there and give it their best shot. This is a physical group on both sides of the ball. And the Jags have to be able to match that physicality. They cannot come out flat against the Houston Texans, or you're going to see what happened in Week 5 happen again. Um, Now, two of the guys that really handed it to the Jaguars, stuck it to the Jaguars in Week 5, Derek Stingley, rookie corner, top cornerback in the class, Selected, top cornerback selected in the class, I should say. And I think he'll end up being one of the better corners in the league uh, for a long time. But Sauce Gardner might have something to say about being the top cornerback in this class. Uh, But Derek Stingley, he's on IR. He's out. Damian Pierce, the running back, rookie running back, same thing. He uh, ate up the Jaguars on that last drive when the Texans went down and scored to win that football game. Um, and, And Damian Pierce was an unstoppable force, just breaking tackles left and right, and he's unavailable. So no Damian Pierce and no Derek Stingley for the Jag- for the Texans. That's a big win for the Jags in this contest, no doubt about it. Um, but the Texans, they've been playing better football lately. Uh, they've, they've taken the Chiefs and the Cowboys to the brink. They're coming off a win over the Titans, albeit not the most impressive win considering they're playing against Malik Willis and company. But still, a win is a win in this league, and the Texans were able to pull one out last week. But for the Texans, this isn't even the biggest show in Houston, right? Everyone's talking about J.J. Watt retiring. Everyone's talking about looking ahead to the offseason. Who's going to be taking snaps for the Texans next year? Is it going to be Bryce Young? Is it going to be Will Levis? Who's it going to be? Um, And so people around Houston are not overly concerned with this contest. So you got to beat these guys. Got to beat them. I know the players are going to go out there and the coaches are going to go out there and they're going to bust their ass on both sides from the Texans standpoint and from the Jaguars standpoint, but you got to beat these guys. The Jags are just simply more talented and, and in my opinion, much better coached than the Houston Texans. When you look at the Jaguars offense versus the Texans defense, it's an interesting matchup. Again, the Texans held the Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence to six points in week five. The Jags are playing at a much different level than they were uh, back at, at that point in time at that point in the season and I think the Texans are actually playing better than they were at that point in time as well the Texans have forced 10 turnovers in their last four games they've been hot defensively in that regard getting their hands on the football I think a lot of it has to do with Christian Harris ascending at linebacker Uh, Okoronkwo has been on a tear as a pass rusher these last few weeks he's been a menace getting after the quarterback a lot getting into the backfield a lot Jalen Petrie has been playing a lot better the last four weeks. They're kind of hybrid uh, secondary defender. 
Some of their young pieces are coming together on defense, no doubt about it. But again, no Derek Stingley. He's the dude who picked Trevor off in the end zone in that week five loss to the Texans in Jacksonville. So no Stingley makes you feel a little bit better. But they're vets, too. That It's not just these young guys. The vets are playing pretty well. You've got Jerry Hughes, Christian Kirksey, Desmond King. Uh, you've got vets on each front, excuse me, each level of the defense for the Texans. So there's some talent here on the defensive side of the ball, no doubt about it. It's a sound defense, too. Uh, physical defense. Mostly zone. Run a lot of cover, two, More cover, two than anyone in the league. And they run a lot of single high as well. For the Jags this week, and it looks like we're having some power issues here, <laughs> unfortunately. Can't go a day without something. Um, but, again, sound defense, physical defense. They're going to bring it to you in terms of uh, playing with that physicality that you have to match. And for the Jags, to me, it's just about executing on the offensive side of the ball. They've faced more talented defenses, more aggressive defenses. Uh, if they do their thing out there and don't beat themselves up, I think they're going to be just fine. Trevor Lawrence has been on a tear. His receivers have been balling. The O-line has been performing at a good enough level uh, to keep things moving here, even without Cam Robinson. Some good offenses have been turning it over against Houston, though, as we mentioned. They've forced 10 turnovers in their last four games playing against the Chiefs, the Cowboys, some big-time offenses. But these offenses are also able to get theirs. They're able to get theirs. They're able to put points on the board against the Houston Texans because the Texans, they do not have a very good run defense. In fact, it's one of the worst in football. I think Travis Etienne and Co. should be able to get the job done. And when you can't stop the run, which the Texans have struggled with lately, it opens up the pass as well. It opens up things for Trevor Lawrence and this offense. So I think as long as they execute and do their thing, there's really nothing that's going to stop them or slow them down outside of a turnover here or there. But I think they should even be able to overcome the turnovers like the Texans, or excuse me, like the Chiefs did, like the Cowboys did in this one, um, even if they turn the ball over once or twice. You can't be loose with the football consistently, but if you have one or two turnovers, I think you can still manage to win this game against the Texans. Um, and then looking at the Texans offense versus the Jags defense, the Texans are running a bit of a two quarterback system right now with Davis Mills and Jeff Driscoll, former Florida Gator. In a way, I think playing New York last week might have helped the Jags in that regard prepare for this two headed, two headed quarterback attack. Um, because the Jets, as we all know, pulled Zach Wilson and they, they put Streveler out there and Streveler was running the ball as much as he was throwing it. So that might have helped the Jaguars prepare for this a little bit. As I mentioned, Damian Pierce no longer available. He's on IR. Royce Freeman's the lead back now. You'll see some Burkhead, maybe some Daria if he's healthy. Daria Gumbawale. Um, not an overly impressive group of backs right now. I mean, Freeman can get the job done. But they're, they're fine, but they're not uh, anything to really write home about at this point in the backfield. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For the Jaguars, though, no Dewan Smoot. And he's a guy that was making splash plays against the run, splash plays against the pass. 
he's no longer available as a pass rusher for you as a defensive front player. But are you able to get Trayvon Walker back? Are you able to get Foley Fatukasi back? If you are, I think you can mitigate some of the losses that you're dealing with from from no Dewan Smoot. And look, Caleb Von Chason, he's going to have a chance here uh, over the next couple games. And if the Jaguars get into the playoffs, he's going to have a chance to show that he belongs in this league, that he belongs in this rotation for the Jaguars. Hasn't had a real big opportunity yet this year uh, with Mike Caldwell's defense. He dealt with some injuries himself, missed some time. This is perhaps his last opportunity to really show he belongs in Jacksonville. And so he's going to have a big opportunity here. But I think getting Trayvon back, getting Foley back, if they're able to go with those ankle injuries, they've both been limited in practice this week, would be a huge uh, part of mitigating the loss of Dewan Smoot. But again, back on the Texan side of things, uh, quarterbacks, nothing to write home about. They have the two-quarterback system going on right now. Brandon Cooks is still there, still a very talented receiver. Chris Moore has emerged as a target for them as well. Um, but nothing really to get overly concerned about with this Texans offense. As long as the Jaguars prepare the, the way they need to this week, and I think they will, because this, again, this is a group that got beat by the Texans in week five. They remember that. They know they were embarrassed that week uh, from an offensive standpoint. And even from a defensive standpoint late in the game, they couldn't slow down Damian Pierce to save their life. Uh, just one one more tackle against Damian Pierce and the Jags might win that game. But they couldn't do it. And so I think that this is a team the Texans are that the Jaguars know they can't overlook. And I don't think they will overlook them. But the Jaguars' defense, I think they should have a day like they did against New York if they come to play. The Texans' offense is a little bit better on the offensive line. I think they're a little bit better at quarterback than the Jets. And they'll probably have some drives. But I think the Jags should be able to get off the field um, more often than not, whether that's forcing punts, stout run defense, you know, forcing turnovers, which the Jaguars defense has been able to do at a high level over the last month, month and a half, getting after the passer. Um, and, you know, Jags might give up some field goals here, but as long as you bend and don't break, you should be just fine in this contest. There's not really a lot to threaten you. Honestly, I mean, where you where do you see a player on the Texans offense that is like, wow, we really have to make sure he doesn't beat us. I think the biggest one is Brandon Cooks. Maybe you could say Jeff Driscoll with his legs, uh, but not an overly impressive offense right now. That's just the way it is. I think uh, the Jaguars should be able to cover in this game. Again, they're four-point road favorites, four to four-and-a-half-point road favorites. I see them covering, and I, I do probably see uh, this game being under 43 and a half as the Texans have been a low scoring team all year. I don't think the Texans are going to put up many points in this one. And I don't think the Jaguars will have to put up a ton of points in this one. So I do think it'll be um, under 43 and a half, the Vegas over under there. But yeah, it's going to be in Houston 1 p.m. on Sunday, January 1st. Should be a fun time. New Year's Day. And uh, should should hopefully, as long as the Jaguars go out there, prepare the way they need to prepare, attack this game like they have attacked you know games over the back half of this season when they've gone five and seven, they've won three straight now, four out of five, whatever you want to say. This is a team that's been playing um, pretty damn good football over the last couple months. So I think the Jaguars go in there, they handle their business, they get to eight and eight, and they go in um, go into Week 18 with a home home uh, matchup against the. 
Tennessee Titans for the division, for the AFC South. That's going to be the AFC South championship game. You don't often get that in the NFL, but we're going to have it this year. An AFC South title game between the Jaguars and the Titans at the bank. I'm going to be out there. I'm going to be in the stands having a good time cheering on the Jaguars, and uh, hopefully I'll see you all out there. But before that, obviously, Jaguars at Texans, 1 p.m., New Year's Day, It'll be interesting. Hopefully the Jaguars can break the streak. They've lost nine straight to the Texans. You do not want to make it ten. And again, if they do lose to the Texans, not the end of the world. It does slow your momentum, though. And it maybe makes you have a little bit of pause going into this Week 18 matchup with the Titans, who are going to be without Ryan Tannehill um, in Week 18, without their starting quarterback, without a lot of their key pieces. So, uh, we'll see how it all plays out, but thank you so much for tuning in, Duval. Hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo. Let me know what you think about this matchup. Uh, you can also follow Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag and hit the like and subscribe button here on YouTube. Really appreciate it. Helps support the channel a lot. If you want to do even more, you can check out genjag.com, pick up some new Duval gear. You can also become a channel member right here on YouTube. There's a link in the description below. There's some cool perks you can check out. So again, thank you so much for tuning in, Duval. Have a great New Year's weekend. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.